Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, hello, everyone, and happy Thursday. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. And for those of you who are down in the L.A. area, the call-in number is 424-258-9337. And for everyone else, including right here in the absolutely beautiful, and we've got a break in the weather, San Francisco Bay Area, the toll-free number is 877-697-9725. The chat room is open, so you can log in there, and producer Kaina can answer your questions, or if you have a question, she can make sure you get it to me. Also, if you're calling in, then make sure that you press 1, and that will let Kaina know that you are wanting to ask a question. So, today, we're going to be talking about the fact that Some days are just one of those days. And it really is interesting that um, I love Murphy's Laws. And for those of you who who may not be aware, that is the idea that a Murphy's Law is something that is sort of a wisdom that kind of, you know, makes fun of us a little bit. And there are several, and one of them is that if you think that you have everything under control, obviously there's something you don't know about. So today we're going to be talking about how events and people and circumstances can come up in our lives that honestly just seem to be there to create havoc. And it really is important to remember that this entire process is just a process of living. We cannot avoid having a bad day. We cannot avoid situations where it just seems like we cannot buy a break. And it may be that you wake up and your alarm clock didn't go off or something happened or the power went off and then you're rushing to get to work and then one thing after another kind of piles up on top and people are rude to you and it just is not one of those days that you can go into your happy place very easily. So the idea is that as beings that are in a constant state of learning, we're in a constant state of change and of flux there's a saying that the only thing that's constant is change. And sometimes those changes can be really, really cool. And sometimes those changes can be really, really difficult. And one of the ways that we can first recognize where we are on that, whether it's a really cool change or whether it's a really difficult one, really being able to check in with how we're feeling in that moment And even a good change, if it is sudden and really significant, can still create stress. So it really is about looking at what our own stress level is. And often if one thing happens that kind of 
up our day or messes up our morning, if we're not really careful, it can set up a sequence of events where that's all we see. That's all we experience. That is how we look at the world, at least for that amount of time. And, yeah, it can be really tough to be able to both recognize and pull yourself out of it because we get busy. And, And it seems the busier you are, the more opportunity there is for some little thing to throw everything off. For me, if for some reason my first appointments of the morning in working with people, if there's something that causes a delay and that at each appointment it's like, okay, we're five minutes and five minutes and five minutes, that's something that can really, really weigh on me because then I'm sitting there thinking, okay, now I've got patients who are waiting, having to wait, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And I've been told that really waiting 10 or 15 minutes in a doctor's office is not a big deal for most people. But for me, it is. I get very, very, you know, stressed if I think that my patients are waiting and I value their time and, you know, they make sure they come into, most of them make sure they come into my appointments really, you know, at a conscientious point. So I feel bad and that can mess with my day. And so I make sure that at some point, you know, between so many appointments, there's a little bit of a gap so that that way I can play catch up and then I can continue on from after that point. It's like, okay, we're back on schedule. And the idea of being able to come back on to schedule, tough one, because it's that recovery place. And it's tough to recover when things are just not working out. And the more we kind of get sucked into the fact that, you know, obviously we are the subject of some sort of cosmic practical joke, and it's like, really? Really? This is happening? Now this is happening? It's very easy to fall into, you know, for lack of a better term, despair about it. Because I really don't think it's a matter of anger. I really don't think it's, you know, it's frustration, it's it's fear. And it reaches that place where, you know, you're just really not able to shake off the energy that you're experiencing. You know, one thing happens and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, everybody has a bad day, everybody's off. And then another thing happens and another thing happens. At that point, my feeling is, okay, the universe has decided you get to learn something. And it is important to be able to put those lesson points into perspective. Maybe there's something that you're attached to. Maybe there's something you're not paying attention to. And I I always find it interesting that when people will tell me, you know, I'll say, well, what is it that, you know, you would like to ask the universe for? What is it that, you know, you would, you know, pray to bring into your life? And many of them would say, it's like, oh, well, I want to be a stronger person. I want to be more patient. And and it's the more patient ones that it's like, really? Because just like any other muscle, what we want to work on, what we want to become strong will only become strong if it is being exercised and if it is, you know, being challenged. And so if you ask the universe for patience, 
that means that you're requesting that everything that could possibly work your last nerve is going to come into your life and going to come into your personal field. So when we think about the, the things that we would like to incorporate, just keep in mind that what you call in is, you know, ultimately a part of what you are going to create out of your day and out of your life and out of your, your experience. And it can be really tough because sometimes, you know, it could be as minor as, oh, my gosh, you know, the alarm didn't go off and now I'm late or, you know, or I forgot an appointment. Or it could go into that place of, wow, I'm going through, you know, there may be illness, there may be, you know, financial concerns. And it becomes that thing of, you know, what's really weighing you down. And it can go into that place of, you know, creating a need to let the energy out. But sometimes that energy comes out and it comes out in the form of anger or frustration, either that you're directing towards somebody else or that someone else is directing towards you. Maybe they're having a really horrible day. And right now, especially during election years, it's always a very interesting study to watch what is going on. And, you know, and as during, a, a, you know, with the political views and all of that, and, and part of what can make a bad day worse is by going into either a, a fear place or a place where, you know, it's like, you know what, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig in my heels about something, you know, maybe it's my political views, maybe it's my, you know, new Coke versus classic Coke or, you know, it, 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 whatever it is, I'm going to choose a side. And I am going to dare anybody to disagree with me. And when that comes up, when we feel that within ourselves, it's it's like this this need to confront, which can often go with those bad days. Because one of the things when those days just happen where it just everything just seems to pile up against you, there's a feeling of helplessness. There is a feeling of not being able to um, to to experience things in a way that you feel that you're in control of, and um, it can it can be really frustrating and it can be really scary when you feel that there are things that are going on that you are not in control of. Oh, I just got a message from. Um, producer Kina, who's letting me know that there is some sort of a little weirdness going on with the chat room. So as soon as she overcomes the technology, then the chat room will be open. But you know, anyway, so when we are, we get sucked into that place of fear, when we get sucked into that place of insecurity, that our universe and our personal space is not something that we are the managers of, that we're just kind of getting sucked under with it, at that point, it's important to be able to step back and go, okay, what do I feel helpless in and what is it that I can feel in control of? And one of my favorite sayings is, some days you get the bear and some days the bear gets you. And for me, it reminds me that not every day 
is going to be a day that, you know, I come out and I'm all happy and, and, you know, riding in triumphant. Some days are, oh, my gosh, if I can just crawl my way home and and close the door and, and hug my pillow, I will be happy. So we're going to have both those days. And sometimes it is just about you just kind of accept, you know what, this is definitely one of those the bear got me days. And that's okay. Because once you realize that, once you allow that, when things come in that are not allowing you to be in balance, you just chalk it up as like, well, you know what, it's just one of those days. And we're all going to have them. And if you can put it into that perspective that it's it's not your whole life, it's not everyone around you, it is just one of those days. You'll have more later. Tomorrow's probably going to be different unless you decide to drag one of those days into another one of those days. And what I mean by that is, you know, we get to the end of the day, go, you know what? I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have a nice meal, I'm going to relax, I'm going to watch a TV show that I know will make me happy, that I will laugh at, and I'm going to go to bed, and tomorrow's another day. Or you can decide that life is miserable, everything is miserable, you're going to go to bed miserable, you're going to wake up miserable, and you're going to drag that one bad day into the next. When that happens, that's because you chose it. You may you may have continued challenges. And how you deal with those challenges are something that you can choose. And if you decide, you know what, I'm, it's going to be one of those weeks or one of those months, at that point you're closing the door to all the really cool things that can happen. And and I know it, it sometimes struggles, you know, don't resolve by the end of one day. And you can still take a look at what it is that you ha- do have going for you, what it is that you do count as something that you're grateful for. And maybe I go home and, you know, sit down and, and you know, have myself a little something to eat. I remind myself, I can have something to eat. I've got a refrigerator with food in it. And that's a pretty cool thing because there's a lot of people who don't. I may complain about a job, which actually is very rare because I really love what I do. And there were times when I did complain, had, did have a job that I would complain about. And I can be really, really grateful that I have a job to complain about. So one of the key things about making it through one of those days is the fact that, one, you realize it is a day or maybe just a couple of days and that you make of it what you choose to make of it. Whatever challenges you have, more than likely there's at least one thing that you can say, you know what, all of this other stuff may be working against me, but I've got this one thing. And if that's the only thing that I'm going to hold on to, I'm going to hold on to it with both hands. 
when we look at, you know, the the things that can come in. I mean, it could be someone who is just really mean or, or upsetting to you. It could be, you know, being treated unfairly. It could be treat, being treated in your feet, what is in your feelings, disrespectfully. Uh, it could be that you're watching someone that you really care about go through something difficult and they won't let you help them. So when, you know, you're, you're stuck in that, it's that helplessness that we all fight in that place. It's that feeling of not being able to choose, of not being empowered, of being a victim. And when we fall into that place of being a victim, that can be a really tricky place to get out of because it's very seductive. It's not my fault. It's their fault. It's the universe's fault. It's my parents' fault. It is, you know, it's my partner's fault. It is my my employer's fault. When we start trying to, to spread it out in that way, and yes, Maybe somebody was just a total jerk to you and you were running along fine and someone cuts you off on the freeway. And suddenly it's like, wow, that person, you know, they treated me very disrespectfully. That person, you know, was inconsiderate and maybe they even give you the one finger salute as if it's your fault, as if you did it wrong. I recently had a woman just kind of shoot right out of a parking lot. She was looking, I was coming from her left and she was looking to her right, and so she just comes out when it's clear to the right, but she totally missed, so I hit my horn. And she looks at me and gives me the one-finger salute. It's like, wait a minute, you're the one who jumped out. If there had been a collision, it would have been totally your fault. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't a collision, because as she's sitting there, I can see that she's looking off in the opposite direction. So... I'm slowing down. And then when she jumped out, I was slow enough to where I was able to stop, but I still wanted her to know, hey, you need to look in both directions, which was why I hit the horn. And it may be that I ruined her day. Maybe she felt that it was completely unjust for me and that I was honking at her and and all this other stuff. Whatever story she told herself that triggered for her to make an expression as if I was the one who was out of line, well, I can't control the story she tells herself. And as soon as she, you know, kind of pulled out, and I really hope she calms down. I hope that she gets a little bit more gentler in her spirit before she goes out and hurts somebody or hurts herself. And I chose not to let that isolated incident decide how I felt about all the other drivers or about how my day was going to be. We can't control what happens to us. What we can choose is how we manage it and how we, how we create our day. And creating a day doesn't have to happen in the morning. You can have, like, the world's worst morning, and you sit down at your desk, and you can say, you know what? Okay, the day starts now. All of that other stuff 
The day starts now. From this point on, I'm going to have a great day. And maybe something happens at lunch. It's like, okay, from lunch on, I'm going to have a great day. So what we decide to make of what the world hands us, what our day hands us, what our fellow human beings hand us, that's up to us, and that's a power we have. And that is a very important power we have. Somebody cannot make me feel something that I don't choose to feel. They may make me feel it for a minute, but beyond that minute, I'm choosing to stay there. And I, I usually share a saying that, you know, it doesn't matter if you go there, just don't pitch a tent. It doesn't matter if you get upset or angry. It doesn't matter if your feelings get hurt. What matters is, do you choose to stay in that emotional space of the hurt? Or do you say, you know what, they are, you know, somebody else triggered an event that I had no control over, so I'm not taking that on. This, this is not for me to struggle with. You know, somebody else had a jerky day and took it out on me. So, okay, that's their choice. But does that mean that I'm going to go to the next person and take my frustration at what somebody else chose to project towards me? You know, do I have the right to take that out on somebody else? And quite honestly, the answer to that is no. You may do it. We all do it sometimes. And it doesn't mean we've got the right to. Here in San Jose, they there was a um, a, a rally. There was a political rally, and started getting upset. They started, you know, reflecting back and forth to each other, and it escalated, and there was some violence. And it really doesn't matter who, you know, who did what to who. What matters is that someone set something into motion, and the ripple effect went in the direction of escalating anger and aggravation as opposed to somebody going, you know what, okay, let's all take a breath here. You know, if if you are going to project that anger and frustration at me, then I'm not giving it back. I, You have no power to make me feel something I don't want to feel. And one thing that I I like to suggest is, that, you know, if, if somebody's coming at you with energy that is just like, you know what, they, they are determined that they're going to take out their frustration on somebody and they've chosen you. The best way to deal with that is withdraw. It is not worth the confrontation. It is not worth trying, it is not even worth trying to get them to calm down and explain to them how their actions are irrational when that's not how they feel. They don't feel that their actions are irrational. The best thing to do is just say, you know what, I I do not want to play this game. I don't want to play this with you. I'm not going to. And withdraw. I mean, you know, make sure you do so safely. I mean, you don't have to turn your back to them. You can back away. But the idea of engaging someone who is in that space and trying to get them to be rational and reasonable really doesn't work very often. 
because they're wrapped up in, in the headspace that they're in. They're in the energetic field that they've created, and they want other people in that field because then it justifies their own. People who are aggravated want to aggravate people because of the fact that, well, the old saying, misery loves company, and so does aggravation, and so does anger, and so does fear. All of those emotional states want more people in that emotional state because then it justifies them feeling that way. And it can be it can be really tough because the gut instinct is when someone comes at you, you know the response is okay. You know I'm gonna I'm gonna confront back. I'm going to you know I'm not gonna back down to you. You know who do you think you are? You know you're not gonna bully me. And it's not about that the person is really you know it's bullying always comes from fear. Bullying is always about insecurity. It's about feeling helpless, and then they lash out because they're trying to create an illusion of of power, and a part of that is, can I aggravate somebody into confronting me? Because, you know, they can't figure out any other way to deal with their aggravation than to deal with, you know, than to have a confrontation because then it, it gives them this momentary illusion of, of power. They want someone to challenge them. And one of the best ways to just have somebody, you know, take the wind out of their sails and have them understand you're not going to give them what they want. You're not going to give them a confrontation. You're not going to go to that place because then, you know, now you're, you know, it, it's very much like a plague. And it's about one person infecting another person with negative energy and with negative feelings and, and, and feelings of fear and helplessness. And then that person goes and confronts somebody else or takes their frustration out on somebody else. And that can spread so quickly. And the idea that, okay, I have other tools I can use. I can use the tool of anger or frustration or lashing out or confrontation. I mean, those, there are some cases where that is a tremendously valid tool. And there's more, more cases than not where it's not the most productive thing you, you can do, unless, of course, you want to create confrontation. We all have days that we are not happy. We all have points where it feels like the entire universe is just conspiring against us. We all have days when we're scared. We all have days when we're just angry and and don't know what to do with it, when we're frustrated and we don't know what to do with it. Choosing a better thing to do with it than to confront, than to propagate the the harshness and the negativity and if I'm not happy nobody's going to be happy that is a way it's not one that I recommend it's not one that I think supports ultimately what we each want is to just be able to you know go through life you know take care of ourselves and our loved ones maybe make a few people smile along the way to live and enjoy life 
and and laugh and love and all of those things. Even the most grounded and the most, you know, spiritually aligned people have a day when they're frustrated, have a day when they just kind of, you know, look to the heavens and go, really? So accept that those days happen. Accept that probably after a good night's sleep, you're not going to feel that way. And keep in mind that what you set into motion when you're in that bad day may last longer than the bad day. Realize that what you say can, you know, come back on you. So be gentle with yourselves. Be gentle with others. Accept that there's some days that we just can't control, but we can control what we choose to do with it. And if you have a problem with it, talk with somebody. You know, find the most reasonable person, the most balanced person you know, and go talk to them and say, hey, I'm really not feeling in my balanced place. And I'm sure that they can give you an idea on something that could help. And if you don't know anybody, you can contact me. And you can reach me through my website at www.the-healing-house.com. You can also friend me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. So until next time, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings. And I wish you really good days that last and last and bad days that you learn something from and that end quickly. So until next week, this is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. Take care.